I'm Lisa Stone. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Parenting Aces. For years, we parents have been asking for alternatives to the USTA Junior Tennis Competition schedule. And in recent years, we've gotten the UTR events, we've gotten other unsanctioned events, and now, starting this summer, we have a new event brought to us by Johan Creek and his academy down in Florida called the Creek Cup. And I'm really excited to have Johan on the podcast this week to talk about his event and what makes it different and his plans for growing the event moving forward. It's pretty cool. He's working in conjunction with UTR, so the matches will count toward a player's rating on UTR, which is awesome. And he's got all sorts of really cool ideas for the tournament and for growing the tournament. And this is part of a series that started in Europe and has been very successful there. And it's kind of cool to see a European format brought to the States. It's something, again, that we parents have been begging for (laughs) seriously for the past several years. So I'm excited for you all to hear about this and hopefully encourage you to get your kids signed up and take a trip down to South Florida for a few days. It's going to be really fun. With that, I also want to make sure that you guys know that entries are still open for the Saul Schwartz Save College Tennis All-In Tournaments. The one in Atlanta is July 17th through 19th at Georgia Gwinnett College's tennis facility. And then we're also doing an event in Baltimore, August 12 and 13, at the Suburban Club. So for information on those events and signing up, check the show notes and you'll have all the information you need. And we'll also have in the show notes information to sign up for the Creek Cup, of course. So always be sure and check out those notes. If we talk about any sort of discounts or specials or anything like that, that will always be located in the show notes, which you can find on ParentingAces.com. You can find in iTunes, YouTube, Libsyn, wherever you like to consume your podcast. So without any further delay, I bring you Johan Creek. Johan Creek, thank you so much for joining us on the Parenting Aces podcast again. I always love chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Always a pleasure. Well, you're doing something new this year, and I'm excited to have you talk about it. Last time you were on the show, you were just getting ready to start your new academy down in Florida, and so now you've been at it a bit, and you're getting involved with something called the 10 Pro Global Junior Tour, and I'd love for you to explain to our listeners what that junior tour is all about and why you decided to get involved with it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Now, I was uh, obviously here in Palm Beach Gardens. We run the Tennis Academy out of here now for the past 10 months. It's been very successful. And because we're at the beautiful PGA Resort and Spa in Palm Beach Gardens, we uh, we have the option to do a number of things. Obviously, in the summer, a lot of people leave Florida because of the heat, whatever. So uh, the tennis courts became, became available, and with a beautiful 350-room resort, and spa, we uh, thought, well, there's maybe some, some things that we can boost some business for them. So that was basically the idea. And uh, I researched junior tournaments and uh, literally fell into the uh, idea of doing it with 10 Pro Global Junior Tour because uh, 
This guy, Goran Novakovic, uh, leads the whole thing, and he's been at it for about five or six years in Europe. And he runs really big junior tournaments that are very, very successful uh, using UTR rankings, etc., and giving points for UTR. And uh, he runs them at these uh, big academies in, 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 in Europe. And he was looking to come to the U.S. to introduce these tournaments. And uh, I was the first one to call him. And um, we started talking about it very late in the year. Actually, when I say late in the year, uh, the tournament is August 13th to the 19th here at PGA Resort. And we have a camp for the participants the week of the 7th through the 12th of August this year. And... Uh, he runs his academy, uh, these academy tournaments at Nadal's Academy, Muratuglo, Kleister's Academy, and he's very successful. So uh, we decided to do it uh, here in Florida. It was his first tournament in the U.S. So um, we only got onto this idea somewhere in, in March, and so it's quite late uh, to be able to pull something off, but that's always my situation. Uh, I always go for it. And uh, we're looking forward to hosting a tournament for under 10s through under 16. Uh, boys and girls, singles only. There's no doubles. And you are guaranteed four singles matches if you play in your age group. However, they do allow for you to play up one age group. So if you're under 10, you can play under 11. If you're under 11, you play under 12. So it's under 10, under 11, under 12, <coughs> under 13, 14, 15, 16. Obviously, the 16th don't play up. Uh, there's no other in front of them. So uh, a very successful guy in Europe, and uh, he wants to expand his uh, tennis reach. And uh, he's been uh, he's been at it for now six years, and then we're li- really looking forward to doing this here. Is it a USTA sanctioned event? No, not at all. It's, uh, okay. it's, it's uh, by Ten Pro Global Junior Tour, and uh, he comes in and helps me run it with him, and uh, we do a JV on this issue. Great, great. So. Interestingly, it's the age groups are by year, like the Little Mo series of tournaments. And exactly. I'm curious, do you do you know why he decided to do it year by year as opposed to like we typically do in the US under ten, under twelve, like that? Well, I think I think he wanted to be quite different from everything else. Like if you go and play the Orange Bowl or you play any of the other major USTA tournaments, you know, pretty much uh, unless you play doubles. Uh, if you lose two times in singles, you're out. I mean, you can, you can lose first round, and then maybe you play a back draw, and that's another match. But it really, uh, I mean, considering the incredible expense and time-consuming effort of parents with their juniors, you know that very well. Uh, to yeah. travel far to go to a tournament <laughs> and spend all that money, and then suddenly the kid loses, you know, had a tough match and loses, and then, boom, loses again. Uh, you're basically out of the tournament. So, um, you know, it's not conducive for people to travel far and uh, go through the expense and time to do this. So I've decided to do it where, you know, you can play a lot more matches. So the minimum matches you will play are four singles matches. And if you play up one age bracket, obviously you double. So it makes a lot of sense because you get a lot of, you get a lot of, uh, a lot of matches under your belt. So you can actually enter two different age brackets. Yes, you can only play one up. So if you under if you play any uh, play any under thirteens, you can play any under fourteens as well. Ah, so that's also something very different from USTA these days, where you're limited to your age group or playing up, but you can't do yeah. both. Well, there's three basic differ- yeah, there's three basic differentiators between uh, Ten Pro's uh, approach to the tournament and the USTA, and. Uh, and none of, you know, it's not that one is 
much better than the other, but I just think in terms of having more match practice for kids that travel from afar, because we will get probably from maybe 30 or 40 countries kids to come and play, because they love to play these tournaments. And um, so we already have uh, something like 26 kids from different countries coming to play in the tournament in Florida. So there's three basic differentiators. One, you can play each age group that you are born in that year, and you can play one year up. Also, there's, uh, there's coaching allowed on, uh, on the court after a first set. So you can come and coach on the court for two minutes, and that's quite different. So, you know, kids are kids, and these little guys need to, uh, need to be calmed down or they need to be, you know, told what to do, and then hopefully they can do it. I think it's a fine – I think it's a great idea. And, uh, and the fact that you can play uh, so many matches, I mean, that's, that's totally different, and, uh, and play up one age bracket. So I think it's a great idea. You know, when I was coming up in USTA, and, and I didn't play at a very high level, but you could play multiple age groups. And I don't know at what point USTA decided to discontinue that, but, I mean, I remember, you know, we always entered our age group plus the one up from us um, just for the reason that you just said, so we could get the most amount of matches, you know, most bang for our buck. Exactly. And that's the, that's the premise behind this all. So <clears throat> we hope to uh, grow this 10 for a global tour in the U.S. Uh, I'm going to help Goran, uh, you know, find some new venues. So uh, I think it's going to be pretty, success- it's a pretty successful because it's very successful in Europe. Now, obviously, Europe is quite different because you can just hop a train or a very quick car ride and you can be in another country. So, uh, <clears throat> so he's very successful there. I mean, Nadal's Academy, they um, did one in May this year. They had 500, ki- <clears throat> excuse me, they had 500 kids in the first year. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, talk about, the, talk about the idea of why these uh, events are teamed with academies specifically, because I was looking on the 10 Pro Global website, and it looks like every single one of the events is held at an academy. Um, good question. I think it's just because of the, the name recognition, number one. Um, and also that they probably have all the facilities that you would need. Um, and that's a similar situation with me here at PGA. The big differentiator for me was that, uh, and he was looking to talk to other academies in the U.S., I mean, up north and, and so forth. And it's, about, it's the fact that I had a hotel right on site that is a big, it's a, it's a big plus. And, uh, you know, and plus Palm Beach Gardens is a beautiful town to, to, to visit. Uh, the beaches are minutes away, incredible shopping. Uh, it's easy to get around. Airports are close by. Uh, Palm Beach International Airport is 25 minutes from PGA, and Miami is an hour and 15 minutes away. So it's 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 very close by that you can fly into, and uh, all the amenities are here. I mean, the resort is beautiful. You got 350 rooms, um, you know, and they charge 119 bucks a night plus tax. So I mean, normally these are nearly 300 dollar rooms in, in season. So so it's a, it's a good deal for people to come in and uh, and experience the tournament here. We play on clay. Yeah, it's hot in the summer, but it's hot everywhere. And uh, we have great partners in uh, Ballon Isle, uh, Trish Faulkner. She's uh, right next door to us. So if we need more courts, we can go to probably three or four other country clubs. Plus, the city of Palm Beach Gardens has a, uh, a beautiful public tennis facility with 20 clay courts. So we can easily finish the tournament. It's not a problem. Wow, that's awesome. And 
Can you talk a little bit about how you guys are promoting the tournament, obviously through things like being on the Parenting Aces podcast, but um, what are some other things y'all are doing to promote this? Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Kaz Kozlowski. He's doing a segment on his show in Sarasota with tennis, inside tennis. He does a, is a, he does a good job with us. We've reached out to every single academy in uh, in the Florida region. I would say of because we started so late, because, you know, the tournament is in August, we basically got the okay to do it in, in, in March. So immediately we had to start printing up materials. We've got to get the websites going and all of that stuff. It took a bit of time to get everything organized, and uh, we were a little bit behind. So um, we are, we are from, my, from my point of view, the, <clears throat> the best thing to do is to, to, to point of direct contact with Academy people. I called Saviano, held Solomon. Uh, Castel Sanchez, and I send brochures to friends of mine that have academies in New Orleans, Atlanta. Uh, you know, point, uh, you know, direct, uh, direct contact points with people that that know me and uh, know what we do. And uh, I think uh, if each one of those guys bring a half a dozen kids to ten or two, do- you know, two dozen kids maybe, uh, it, it, the tournament will will grow to 150 kids very quickly. And that's my goal to just at least have 150 kids in the different age groups all together. And, and run the tournament, and it'll grow in the future because it is, it's going to be uh, it's going to be great. That's fantastic. How will the selection and seeding work for your tournament? Is that something you handle, or is that something that the organization will handle? No, they've done it for so many years. I haven't done it yet, so uh, I know that the guy knows a lot of the kids that come to play. He will know them, uh, especially the Europeans. Uh, there's kids coming from all over, man, from Algeria, from different parts of France. And, I mean, it's just uh, from all over. There's basically 26 kids, uh, 26 countries already represented by entries. So uh, so he'll just, anyway, because if it's a compass draw, uh, you will always play against people of your same level pretty much. In the first round, you know, it's hard to say, well, there's a French kid and he's going to play a kid from the USDA that's top 10 in the nation or whatever. I'm just using it as an example. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. the, the USDA kid beats that kid very badly, or maybe that kid is not well-known in the States. He hasn't played here yet, and uh, suddenly beats a highly-ranked junior from the U.S. Uh, you know, he'll keep moving up into better, and, and that's why a compass draw is so cool, because you will always drop down or go up to a better level. Right, right. Now, I love that. We use that in our tournaments as well, and I, you know, I think it... The more competitive the matches can be, the better the experience for everybody. Exactly. And the thing is, you know, you may have a bad day or two, but now you have four days that you can play. So you have no excuse not to be ready uh, and play hard. So I think that's why it's, it, it, you will always find a level that you belong in. That's basically what it comes down to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go back to the on-court coaching aspect of these tournaments because that's something we incorporated into the souls as well. And last year was our first year to do it, and it ended up working out great. Um, and and I'm curious what kind of parameters you guys will have around the coaching during the matches and what your expectations are for that. Well, obviously, the first year, I have a lot of volunteers. I'll have a lot of my coaches in my academy volunteer to help uh, with the scorekeeping, keeping order, making sure that, uh, you know, sort of a super refs are always around. There's always uh, somebody that's going to take care of uh, one one super ref or, uh, or whatever. Yeah, I would say a super ref, one of my volunteer super refs that knows tennis. It could be a coach, uh, somebody that's really into tennis, uh, members of that club here that wants to volunteer. 
to oversee things and just keep order basically and watch every you know every match is watched uh, uh, that way. Um, the coaching is going to be allowed after the first set for two minutes only. So the stopwatch starts when the, the when the, when the guy walks on the court or the coach or the parent walks on the court, and two minutes later, boom, you got to come off. And uh, it's been very successfully implemented in Europe. So uh, I hope that we can do the same here. I think it's wise. You know, these kids are not professional tennis players yet. And, uh, you know, sometimes there could be a complete meltdown and they need to learn. And uh, I think it's a wise thing to do. And I think the tennis quality will also increase. So if it, to, if it gets to a set all, then obviously you can be coached again. Uh, but obviously if you, if you win in straight sets, you only get coached once. Or you have the option not to get coached, you know. So it's an it's a, it's a option thing. And does the coach, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> does the coach have to be an actual coach or it can be a parent? Yeah, it's, uh, it can be a parent. Uh, it could be a chaperone. It could be a coach. Uh, it could be a friend. It, doesn't, you know, we, uh, it has to be determined at, at signing who your coach is. For the whole tournament? Yeah. Okay. So um, interesting um, you know, I'm wondering how many you'll end up with, you know, that have actual coaches or parents or friends. It'll be interesting to kind of take a look at that after the fact, because one of the arguments against allowing coaching at junior tournaments has always been, well, not everybody can afford to bring their coach. And so it creates this divide. And, yeah. I, you know, in my experience, I'm, the kids, especially the younger kids, all have somebody there with them that right. that can go on court and give them some some words of wisdom right. even if it's just like you said to calm them down right no absolutely no i would i would i would suspect that may there may be a few 16 year olds or maybe even 15 year olds that could travel by themselves but i can't foresee that and uh you know like i said i uh, We'll see how it works this year. Obviously, it's, uh, it's it's something new, this coaching thing on junior tennis. But it goes on anyway off the side of the courts. So, <laughs> you know, it's a, right. it's, a, it's a red herring <laughs> in many ways. But uh, at the same time, we're trying to make sense out of the chaos at some time. And I just think having a sort of an orderly system by which you allow two minutes after each set. If it goes to set all, then you obviously go in for another two minutes and um, hopefully uh, help out. So I think it's a wise thing to try and do. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about the entry fee for the tournament and how y'all arrived at that number. Yeah, I mean, he um, he he charges $140 to enter the, the tournament, and um, that's what he's uh, decided to do in, uh, in in other parts of the world. So he's he's going to have uh, he's basically the same entry fees. They have like 115 euro, which is about 140 bucks. Uh, in Europe, that's what their, their, their standard entry fees are over there. So he just made it the same for and just converted to dollars. So it's $140 yeah. to enter. And with a guarantee of four matches? Guarantee of four matches. Yeah, you're guaranteed to have a good rate at the hotel. There's a special rate for people that want to come in early and get used to the Florida heat and play on clay. Uh, so we decided to do a, a camp for just the participants, a special camp from August 7th through the 12th. If they want to stay for one day, that's fine. We can we can custom design it. They don't have to play the whole week, but uh, that week of the seventh through the twelfth is the is the camp at my academy just for the kids that want to play uh, in the tournament and get used to the heat and whatever. So uh, they can come in for uh, just a day or a, a session or uh, every day. And what will they be doing at the camp specifically? 
Well, they, they can have some match play. Obviously, they can uh, they can bring their private coaches with them and uh, participate. And I can help out. And you know, just it's just a a lighthearted camp, so kids can can get used to the heat and get used to the clay when they fly from wherever they are. Especially Californians probably want to just get get used to the clay and the heat here. I, in fact, I have a kid from California right now, and uh, I mean it's brutal, and they're not used to that 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 humidity here. So. It'll probably be wise for kids to come in a few days early and just to to climatize to this uh, this humidity and heat and uh, the rain. So uh, it, it's probably wise to come in a few days before and just uh, just hit some balls and just work on some things and uh, and play a set or two or three or four or whatever they want to do. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I will attest to that climate change. That is. It's rough, and and I live in Atlanta, and it's rough coming down to South Florida in the summer. So, (laughs) for somebody that's not used to the humidity, yeah. If you if you fit in Florida, you can play anywhere in the world. (laughs) Mm. That's for sure. That is true. Well, so you mentioned rain, and rain is always, you know, the kind of the bane of of the tournament experience, and. Because you guys are going to use clay courts, that does make things a little bit easier if if there's just one of those little light, quick rainstorms that is typical in the summer in Florida. But um, do you have a backup plan if, God forbid, the weather doesn't participate or excuse me, cooperate? Yeah, I mean, you can guarantee it's going to rain after 12 o'clock somewhere in that afternoon. There's most likely the chance that it will rain um, pretty much every afternoon. <clears throat> so like I said earlier before, I have uh, Ballon Isle. I have, um, this is where Serena and Venus live, and Ballon Isle is right mm-hmm. next door to us. And they have 20 clay courts. So I already talked to Trish Faulkner about that, and they are willing to give us a few courts if it's possible. And uh, I'm talking to everybody. So we will have enough courts. And plus, like I said, there's a public facility that uh, is minutes away from PGA, too. So I would say between uh, between our courts, our 19 clay courts, um, a couple other courts at different clubs, I mean, we would have 30 to 40 tennis courts easy to finish the matches on. So if we have to double up and play play in different places, we'd like to play everything at PGA. But if the weather forecast, which is pretty accurate around Florida nowadays, uh, if we know that the whole afternoon is going to be rained out, we're going to spread it out earlier in the day at different clubs to finish those matches. Fantastic. And for those who aren't familiar with South Florida weather, it can be raining in one place, and five minutes away it could be clear blue skies. So, Absolutely. you know, having yeah. – yeah, it's it's the craziest thing, um, how that works there. So what yeah, are your we, goals? We Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I mean, I was, you're absolutely right. I mean, it could rain in, in the one square mile area, cats and dogs and everything is soaked, and then you drive two, min- two minutes away and the courts are bone dry. So we will just be, uh, you know, we will just be uh, obviously taking care of the matches way before. If we know that the next two days we're going to have rain every day, we'll just make it, make plans accordingly and play, uh, you know, eight matches here, ten matches there, whatever, and uh, and, and just spread it out. And that's that's easily done. Yeah, for sure. So what I was getting ready to ask you is what your goals are for this event, and do you see this becoming an annual event on the junior tennis calendar? Absolutely. uh, I'm talking uh, with Goran, uh, the owner of Tenpro Global Junior Tour. I'm talking to him about expansion in Florida. Uh, I think there's, uh, there's there's a lot of opportunity in the summers. 
you know, in the summer, it's also summer in Europe. So a lot of kids go to other academies or tournaments, and uh, they have tournaments also early in the year in uh, in uh, in Europe, like Nadal's Academy from May and June. They have quite a number of European tournaments. But he wants to expand into other areas of the world, and I think it's smart. I think uh, there's going to be a huge growth spurt for him probably in India or China uh, and also in the U.S. So I'm trying to help him out and see how the first one, the Creek Cup, goes, and hopefully maybe we can have a little three-stop tour in Florida for, for that specific format. And I think it will be very helpful for kids because now they can come to Florida for two, three weeks <clears throat> and play the, play the tour here and maybe uh, – you know, gain some gain some confidence and gain some experience. And yet, uh, when they fly here, they don't just fly here for one tournament. They can fly here for maybe a series of them. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And again, the results from these matches all are entered into UTR. So that's a big, you know, incentive for the kids to take the time to come play the events. Is especially the ones that have college tennis as their goal. Um, you know, anything that you can do to improve your UTR is going to be helpful in that regard. Yes, absolutely. No, he, he signed up with UTR, and they are very supportive of his tournaments. And uh, obviously most kids, uh, the way tennis is now and the way that uh, the, the sports structure is in, in terms of how you can go to college, I think I'm, I'm, I'm all for going the college route. I'm not saying it's the only route, but because of the, the, the professional tennis is now – uh, so uh, it's so tough to break into it, and it's also uh, the success of uh, of most of the tennis that has been played on the professional tour is happening now late in the 20s and into the 30s. And uh, I think that that lends itself towards thinking seriously about going to college first, get a degree. You're going to play so much. If you play high D1 tennis, I mean, you are going to be playing a lot of tennis, great facilities, and you get an education. I think it's a wise choice to go that route. Now, you can always decide, okay, and they do allow in college to play professional tennis tournaments. So the, the rules have uh, allowed that now, and uh, I think it was very smart of the NCAA to do that. So I think it's a, it's a must to, to look at the college route because of the opportunities that exist within the system to play professional tournaments as well. Uh, and it's just smart to have an education behind. You never know what could happen with your body or something happens and you get injured or whatever. Uh, but you had always something to fall back on. And I didn't go that route. Uh, I went straight professional. But uh, if my kids are in that situation, eventually I would push them hard to go to college first because it is an incredible place to train if you D1, high-level D1s. Uh, so, you know, that's just how I see it. So I'm very happy that he signed up with the UTR, uh, UTR to, uh, to help promote these tournaments and help promote the kids. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I do. I think it's great. So for somebody that wants to sign up to play the Creek Cup this year, how do they do that? Well, they can go to the, the, my website, which is uh, com, and just go to the to the Creek Cup USA 2017. Uh, there's a link to uh, 10 Pro Global Junior Tour, so they can enter with, uh, with their entry forms on that link. And... Uh, they can pay by credit card on it, or they can uh, they can uh, send a check to the address that's on that link. Uh, if they are Americans and they don't want to deal with that stuff, they can always uh, just write a check to Johan Creek Tennis forward slash Creek Cup USA and uh, and send a check to that address. But they have to enter uh, on that link so that the uh, so that the Ten Pro Global Tour knows who's who's entering. They can't just send a check to mine and show up. They have to go to the link and sign up.
Okay. And uh, for my listeners, I'll include that link in the show notes. So you'll be able to just click on that and go straight to the page. So that'll be easy. And yeah, yeah, perfect. And then um, I did notice that on the tournament page, um, you do have a place to get the special rate for the hotel, which is awesome. And, um, you know, to be able to stay right on site is huge. Exactly. Now, they can just call that 800 number for uh, for uh, the PGA Resort and Spa and use the promo code. Then people know that this is a kid that's coming to play the, the Creek Cup and they get the special rate. And uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So we look forward to welcoming a lot of kids here and, and have fun with it. And uh, it's our first year. So, you know, it's always like it's crazy the first year. But uh, once we get in the groove over the next couple of years, I think it's going to be a huge tournament. I think so, too. I, I love the whole concept of it. We'll have to have you back on the podcast uh, after the tournament and kind of do a debrief and see how it went. Absolutely. We'd love to. So I'm, I'm looking at your flyer, and um, it says powered by Wilson, so I'm assuming that Wilson is one of the sponsors of the event? Yes. Uh, Wilson is a global sponsor. I have a couple of small sponsors involved with us as well. I'm very fortunate that the, the, the Sports Commission here in, uh, in, uh, in Palm Beach Gardens is, is a great entity, and they uh, are very much behind the Creek Cup USA as well, and uh, they are a sponsor as well. So uh, I got them on board uh, after the flyers were printed, so their logos are not on there, but we're going to have all of their logos everywhere as well. So the, uh, the Palm Beach Gardens Sports Commission uh, has been a, a great friend of ours and, and would like to see us succeed in a big way. I'm sure. So are there some, you know, perks of having sponsors like Wilson and and to have 10 Pro behind you and to have the Sports Commission behind you? Um, are they offering prizes or anything else for the players? Well, that's, that's what we are working on right now is to finalize all of that stuff. So uh, there will be uh, there will be goodie bags and stuff that, uh, that makes sense for all the kids. And, uh, you know, so we're... we're finalizing all of those details as we go along. Fantastic. I'll, I'm really excited about this event, Johan. I, you know, anything that's kind of outside the box is is something that touches my attention. And, you know, we've been talking for years about the fact that things are a little broken in our junior comp system here in the U.S. And, and so it's nice to see other organizations coming out and creating you know, alternatives for these kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think there's so many routes that we can take, uh, you know, and, and, and the kids, like I said, if kids just want to, they got to be kids first. They got to play, they got to play tennis. They got to have fun with the sport. Um, at 10 years old, they are not professional. At 14, they're not professional. But at 15, you can start saying, okay, well, you know, this kid has a lot of talent. Okay, let's uh, and the colleges start looking at them and whatever. So there's always those choices to be made after that. But uh, um, I, I'm I just want to I just want to see tennis grow. Um, I have uh, a, a, a lot of reach outside of uh, the United States as well. And uh, just me calling the guy out of the blue online, I found it. I didn't know this guy, and uh, we ended up talking for a while, and it suddenly started to gel, and we decided to pull the trigger on this event and. Uh, Hopefully, we'll do some more in the States. Who knows? Maybe there's some in California. Could have a hardcore swing in California down the road. You just don't know. Uh, we'll see how everything plays out. He's a very busy guy. You can imagine all the tournaments he runs in Europe, and now he's expanding to other, other countries as well. So 
I hope to down the road be involved with something maybe in South Africa because uh, I'm talking to them and maybe there's some issues there that we can that we can address. Uh, I can't be the only African-born athlete to to win a Grand Slam outside of Yannick Noah and so forth. So I think we would like to see something like that and and, and create a new buzz, you know. For sure, yeah. So let's switch gears for a second and talk a little bit about your academy and how things are going in your first 10 months. Well, it's been an absolute whirlwind. I mean, we are so fortunate to be here um, with great partners. Like I said, within a very few short months, I got the Creek Cup going. Uh, We have uh, made some great strides with meeting with the city of Palm Beach Gardens, which is one of the best-run cities in America. They are completely into sports and activities. You can imagine it's a young community. It's a small city. Uh, It's beautifully planned. It it runs like a clockwork. They have incredible access to airports and traffic patterns here are fantastic. It's a fast-growing community. They are building probably something like 15,000 homes in the next 20 years here. Uh, It's a fast-growing community, and it's very well planned out. So I'm looking – this is my last stopping place. So uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be here at PGA Resort and Spa. They've been great to us, the ownership, the management, uh, the director of tennis, Bob Werman, is a class guy. And uh, everything is working well together. So I'm, I'm very fortunate to have had this opportunity to come here and do my academy. So I'm looking forward to a long time here and running the academy. And, uh, you know, we have, uh, we have kids from all over the world now coming. I've got kids from uh, California. I've got kids from, uh, from Poland. I've got kids from Germany from from Japan. We have a lot of uh, a lot of traction coming over for the next uh, season into September through May. Uh, we expect a lot a lot of kids to come. So uh, we're excited about the future for the academy. First of all, um, just interviewed some coaches yesterday, high quality coaches from Europe. They want to come and work with us. So I'm very excited about the future. That's great. And if parents want, you know, if they're vacationing in Florida and they want their kids to come hit with you, train with you for a few days or a couple weeks or whatever, is that something that's an option? Well, because I'm a small academy, I can be uh, I can be much more customized, you know. So uh, we, we can certainly do that. We, um, you know, I mean, if a kid comes only for a day, there's not much I can do, really. So, I mean, that costs a lot of money if you come for one day. But if you come for a week, maybe you can get something out of it. Obviously, in the summer, we, we, we run our academy similar to the others in terms of their scheduling. Uh, typically, the, the academy year starts uh, for, for, for kids that are in the local market. Uh, the, the academy starts similar to what their school starts. So uh, school starts very early in Florida, um, sometime middle August. So that's an issue with our tournament as well. But there's quite a few parents that are uh, homeschoolers, so that doesn't really matter. But um, we have uh, our academy starts September 1, runs through the end of May, typically, uh, in that region. That's a regular academy after-school program. But then we have, you know, homeschoolers or international kids that come and train for, you know, ITF tournaments and stuff, and they could stay for a month or more. So uh, we, we have the flexibility to create a customized program, whether it's training twice a day or having uh, just an afternoon and do homeschool in the morning. And, by the way, we have a fantastic homeschool program that's going to be implemented in August, um, and uh, I'm very excited about that. So uh, we will have uh, homeschooling programs at PGA within walking distance of the courts. So uh, that's going to start in August as well and be ready to go. So kids can come to my academy and go to school as well. That's fantastic. And and for the kids that come there full time, do they live on site or how does that work? 
Yes, we have uh, we have villas, we have uh, condos, we have all kinds of properties that are in a pool. So uh, it even has room service. All of these apartments. So uh, we are on site, um, <laughs> and uh, so, so you can you can not only stay at the hotel if you want, and if you want uh, long term uh, with your parents, you can rent a two or a three bedroom. Uh, have tons of these available. So uh, that that's what we use currently. So it's uh, it it works out really well. Oh, that's that sounds like the ultimate in luxury. Gosh, um, basically service basically and tennis and training. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, God, that sounds wonderful. So, what else do you want the Parenting Aces audience to know about your academy? To know about your tournament? Um, you know, how can how can we help you? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm an academy. I, I have programs from uh, from Quick Start all the way to ITF or even ATP WTA players came here to train for uh, blocks of time. We have that ability. We have hard courts. We have uh, a lot of clay courts. Um, if we have overflow in terms of what we need to do, if people want to practice on the same time, because, you know, they don't build a lot of hard courts at facilities. So we have other hard courts that we use. So uh, we, we cover everything. We have incredible gym. Uh, at the PGA Resort with fantastic trainers. They are highly skilled, uh, highly uh, credential, uh, accredited uh, t- pros that are that are great in fitness. So we cover every single base. I do a lot of my own mental training with uh, with kids, and, and uh, you know, it doesn't take me very long to figure out what goes on when a kid plays a tournament or uh, or uh, if they play match practice within the academy, what, what goes on between the years. So um, I do a lot of my own mental stuff with these kids and help them out. And, uh, you know, we basically cover it from uh, A to Z. And uh, we have a fantastic site. We have a, a, a great spot in Florida. And, um, you know, it, it really is uh, conducive to, to, to practicing on clay here. Obviously, most of our practice in the academy happens on clay because clay makes you really work hard, construct points. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the best surface to learn on if you're a young kid from age 9 or 8 or whatever. So, uh, yeah, we have different age groups, different quality players, local players, international players. So we have a gamut of them all. That's awesome. And in terms of your tournament, is there an entry deadline for the event? Yes, there is on the website. I think the the deadline is two weeks prior to the tournament, which is quite late. So uh, we don't want to wait that long. We'd like to have uh, our draws made up uh, by two weeks prior to the tournament and – but yeah, if uh, if they go on that link and uh, and just look for the tournament, the Creek Cup USA 2017, they will get all the information they need and how to enter and so forth and uh, and and get themselves organized for the tournament and, uh, and and get their housing sorted out, whether it's the hotel or if they come with parents, they even have the option to uh, to rent villas or something for a week or two. So it's it's quite uh, diverse in terms of what you can stay here, where you can stay. One of the things that we're trying to do at Parenting Aces is kind of get parents to shift their mindset in terms of when they sign their kids up for tournaments. And with the USTA system, there's kind of this, this I don't know, habit uh, among the parents to wait till the very last second, right before the registration deadline, to see who else has signed up before you make a decision. And with UTR events, it you don't need to do that because <laughs> you just need to sign up and play. And we're trying to really kind of talk up that idea of if you see a tournament, it fits in your family's schedule, 
uh, it's in a place that you can get to easily and, you know, the tournament perks sound like something that would benefit your child, sign up. Don't wait till the deadline. And I love that you all have your deadline two weeks out from, from the actual start date. That's, you know, that's not a typical U.S. tournament MO. Yeah. No, we, we, like I said, it's our first year and we want to have a little bit of lead time to, to, to work on stuff and get our draws sort of sorted out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I understand why people do that. They want to see, you know, is, is, is my little Johnny going to play against, uh, Jack again because, you know, you lost him a couple of times and now we don't want to go there again. It's, it's, it's kind of like that sometimes and it's kind of a silly way to look at it. Look, I mean, if you want to come and play tournaments, uh, you better be ready to beat everybody. Even if you play the number one seed in the first round, you've got to have the same mindset to, to go and try and beat everybody. You've got to be ready to beat everybody that comes in front of you. So, you know, this is uh, this is really the mindset that you have to have. But I can understand there's a lot of other factors and there's social a- aspects to it. Oh, if so and so go, then I'll go, and if they don't go, I won't go. <laughs> you know, I've been I've seen that as well. And and these kids go online all the time and look at these tournament entries. But it is what it is. But uh, I think, uh, like I said, this is a, quite a different format. Uh, you're going to play four matches, whether you lose every one or not. Uh, if you win, you're going to play more, obviously. So um, it, it is just uh, it's a, a little bit different. I like the compass draw thing. Uh, you know, kids play a lot more. They're going to have a lot more experience they're going to learn by osmosis of what hurts and what didn't work what worked what didn't work they're going to play diverse types of players diverse cultures and uh yeah it's just a, it's a great thing and i mean especially for the younger age groups that aren't age eligible for itf events the international events this is an international event right on home soil it's awesome exactly and like I said, we are trying to expand over the next number of years into uh, having a little bit of a circuit here in Florida. It's very easy to do in the summer. There's a lot of facilities that sit quite empty, and uh, there's, there's going to be some fun stuff coming down the pike. Well, wonderful. Johan, I'm I'm excited about this, and, and I hope my Parenting Aces audience really, you know, takes the next step and clicks onto the website and takes a look at this tournament. And if it works in their family schedule, I, I really hope they sign up because I think this is, you know, it's, I mentioned little Mo and the age groups with little Mo. This is along those same lines and can certainly work in conjunction, especially for the younger kids that are playing the little Mo events. This is kind of a, an extension of that. One more opportunity to play within your birth year. Exactly, exactly. And the option to play one year up, which is great too, but that, uh, that, uh, leave that up to the parents and the kids if they, if they feel like they can handle that type of workload, uh, they should do that. But now I'm very excited about it and I, I really appreciate you trying to help us, uh, promote this. Uh, obviously as we grow, uh, we will have some other functionalities with the tournament. Uh, I would like to have maybe a, uh, a parent seminar at some point. Probably not the first year because we don't know how much work we're going to have to have and do things, but I really want to create uh, a great experience for our kids and for our parents, and maybe there's some aspects to that that I'd like to do. So maybe the weekend prior to the tournament start, during the camp, at some point, uh, you know, we can uh, we can schedule maybe something like a, a parenting ACES type of seminar that, you know, parents can get some information about a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, so um, it, it'll, it'll be a fact-finding mission for me as a tournament owner, uh, to find out what parents really like to have and see happen and what would they be interested in to have as an as an add-on to the tournament for them in terms of the tennis 
junior tennis scene. So I think there's a lot of subject matter that can be covered. And uh, the first year, we just want to get get this tournament off the ground. It's going to grow, and uh, we will have more of these uh, probably in the next couple of years in the U.S. Fantastic. Well, I'm in, Johan. You know I'm in. <laughs> well, thank you so much. to come talk. Absolutely, absolutely. We'd love to have you involved. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Well, to my listeners, I hope you will check out the tournament. Again, the website links will be in the show notes, so be sure and take a look. And if this works in your family schedule, I, I surely hope you will take a good hard look at it and get your get your kids signed up. It's going to be a great event. Johan doesn't do anything halfway. I, I know if he's involved, it's going to be first class all the way. And uh, Johan, thanks for giving us the opportunity to chat with you. Thank you very much, Lisa. And thank you for helping us promote uh, the tournament, but better yet you do such a great job at helping our parents uh, navigate this, uh, this difficult path, which is not easy at times. So uh, I look well, forward to speaking with you. And certainly, I hope to see you here. Thanks so much. All the best. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Johan and his plans for the Creek Cup and that you'll get your kids signed up. And just a reminder one more time about the Saul Schwartz Safe College Tennis All-In Tournaments. Just so you know, the net proceeds from our events this year are going into a fund to provide grants to college tennis programs at risk of being cut. So this really is a great cause and one that we hope you'll participate in. Hope to see you or to hear from you next week on Parenting Aces. Have a great week, everybody. Don't miss a thing on Parenting Aces. Be sure to sign up for our free e-newsletter so you're among the first to know when a new article is posted. Simply go to ParentingAces.com and enter your email address, then click subscribe in the subscribe for updates box on the left side of the page. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, buy a tennis parent. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, visit us online at ParentingAces.com. As always, a huge thank you to our sponsor, TennisBalls.com.